All right, let's see if we can get these uh, old farts to join us. <laughs> yeah, I really need to start reading through some of the suck stuff because those were really fun um, excerpts you pulled. Yeah, and they used to do, which is super helpful, they used to do this thing where they would like rank their experiences or like their allies, like games that they've played. So there's like a ton of information in there that are pretty detailed. Of course, they're not completely reliable because it's from each person's perspective, but it's a pretty good... When you get all of them together, you can kind of piece what actually happened. I mean, how that could be super useful for me from a research perspective. So, <laughs> hey. Hello. Hey, we can hear you. I can't hear you guys super well, but. Have you tried turning up your volume? It's like at max. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm just being a jerk. <laughs> I can hear you good enough, I guess. That's, unless you're talking right now, then I don't hear anything. No. no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just waiting on uh, the other two old farts to get in here. Jamal said five minutes, but that was more than five minutes ago. That was yeah, that was like <laughs> ten minutes he ago. Is a liar. <laughs> As usual. I mean, look. Get and used Courtney to said it. it's raining. <laughs> Whatever that means. I don't know. I don't know what that means for. He said he's got the headset. He's trying to figure out, so it may or may not work. Hello. The gang's Hello. all here. Rudy is here in the house. Full house. Three icons and Levita. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, true though. <laughs> just needs Shane here. I feel like Shane isn't. He's like a doctor now, <laughs> which is terrifying. It's kind of scary. That's amazing. <laughs> Shane's a doctor. I think so. He was in med school. <laughs> and okay, um, great. <laughs> during, I think, Suriname, when he came back not that long ago, it's probably like three years now, where he made Final Three again. He was in med school. I feel like if we could just have Shane come back and make Final Three and lose every season, we would do it. That would be iconic. So, without further ado... Can you hear me? Hello. Hey, hello. Yay. I figured it out. Awesome. First time hearing Courtney's voice ever. Amazing. First time on the podcast as well. I, I had the uh, the headset muted. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. That it, happens. It, they don't make it very easy, the, uh, the Discord chat. Yeah, there's only like four different areas for you to check. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this should be fun. Let me go ahead and do the intro real quick, and then we'll get into it. Welcome to the latest adventure in podcasting. Journey with us across time as we explore the rich 14-year history of Stranded. In order to look forward, we must first look back. This is Stranded Through History. Season 4. Stranded with All Stars. Welcome back to the fourth edition of our new series, Stranded Through History. Today's history lesson will be about Season 4 of Stranded, Stranded with All Stars. Joining us tonight is the lead Stranded archivist and my co-host, Levita. Hello. Winner of Stranded with All Stars, Courtney. Hooray. Stranded icon, King Rudy. Hey, guys. 
and runner-up Melinda. Hello. And all these guys, of course, would go on to win and be runners-up again in multiple seasons. But for this particular time, we're talking about uh, Stranded with All-Stars. So let's journey back to June 16th, 2008, one year after Stranded in Bolivia for the very first All-Star season of Stranded. This season is the first time we see the infamous banishment twist in Stranded, where two tribes would vote someone out and one member would return. And we also have a ton of huge characters from the first three seasons return uh, in what would become an epic season. So finally, finally joining them uh, is a newcomer to Stranded, but more on that controversial decision in a minute. I guess let's jump in. First, before we start, I'd like to ask you guys what you remember about this season before we get into all the details, just like what your overall thoughts are when you think back to this season. So I guess let's start with uh, Melinda. I just remember being really pissed again by losing by one vote at the end, but... Um, I just remember, like, Rudy and I's relationship was, like, really close, and he was my number one, and we had a fun time. And I, like, looking back and, like, reading all the notes about it, I was a major cunt again, so that's probably why I got <laughs> second once again. But it was fun. I think I was, once again, like, really cocky going into the final Tribal Council, like, thinking that I played the best game because I thought I did, but um, obviously I didn't. And then Rudy, this is your season where you get to break out as King Rudy, which before this, we just knew you as like lovable sidekick Rudy. And then uh, <laughs> this season, that, that wasn't the case. Yeah. Um, you know, my first season, I really was a nice guy and very, very loyal. And what people probably don't remember is that I was a co-host of um, Aruba. So I continued that nice guy personality and I really leveraged that in All Stars and totally flipped things. I think I was a little bit bitter about having lost and been betrayed in season one at the very end. And so that was the beginning of my um, villain arc, I guess. <laughs> and then finally, Courtney, uh, this was kind of a weird <laughs> experience to reread because majority of the, the five episodes that we do have are just you ranting about how miserable you are, about how uh, fucked up the twists were and how uh, I twisted your arm to get you to play again and how you hated it and how nobody would stand a fair chance to win. And then you win the season. So <laughs> how do you think back on this season, having won now with some perspective? Well, what I remember, you have to th you have to understand the whole pre-stranded history with <laughs> that. That kind of uh, soured me with you. But the other thing was you want to test your grit. You want to attempt to see how well you can do. So that's ultimately it. And the other thing was, I always remember reading after the season was over, the Losers Lodge with Lil, and Lil saying her assessment of me, which was strategist has to be a strategist because it sucks at challenges. You kind of have to bring what you are to the table. So I think Lil is completely correct. <laughs> yeah, and you, you and Lil had beef going back many years even before this season, which we'll get into because Lil, once again, is a character um, <laughs> for the, the short amount of time she was in this season. Well, let's go ahead and dive in so that we could talk a little bit about it because actually I thought I wasn't going to have a ton to talk about, but the, the episodes were really long, the, the five that we have. And I found out a pretty good amount of information on, you guys would discuss this after the fact on Survivor Sub and all that still exists. So actually a pretty decent amount of context to talk about. So it's episode one. There are 21 all-stars, three tribes of seven. Each tribe is from a different season. 
I remember the idea was to kind of start everyone out where they left off so that they could kind of hash that out and then merge them later, which I actually think worked pretty well, uh, especially given the twist. But Olivia in red has Alicia, Rudy, Kelly, Greg, Gretchen, Susan, and a new addition, Colleen, played by Colleen Lover. And for those of you unaware, you might know Colleen Lover from her spoiler days and her edgic days. She was one of like the very early edgic founders, along with Rudy. That's how you guys knew each other. Yeah. But she also um, spoiled All Stars, the first four boots. I think she ran into them on vacation or something like that. And Colleen Lover had played in numerous of my pre-stranded games and won, not through some unfairness on my part, but uh, which I think also spilled into the season's drama. But nonetheless, uh, we did get to experience Colleen here, who I, I still think is a fantastic player, even despite necessary and unnecessary advantages maybe she had in earlier games. She didn't have them here. She didn't win here. But of course, uh, I still think she was a pretty, pretty decent strategist. Now, she came in because Joel was supposed to play and backed out. Is that is that how it happened? Yes. Joel chickened out. I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll put it as bluntly as possible. <laughs> like he talked all kinds of shit on Survivor Sucks and then like refused to play. So I figured, you know, there was not many people I could get to take his role as the first winner uh, except for her. So that's that's where she fit. And she was a Bolivia rep. So like it, it kind of fit. But I don't know if that sat well with the majority of the cast. In fact, I think most people felt it was a little bullshit that she got to play without having a history in Stranded up until that point. Except me, because I really adored her from our edgic days together. Melinda, you were someone who, were you, maybe it was Judd that was like the most vocal about her inclusion, but what did you guys think? I know Courtney was pissed. (laughs) Can I interject real quick? Um, Yeah. I would say I was intimidated. (laughs) That's it. (laughs) Okay. That's fair. I really can't remember uh, if I was salty. I doubt I was all that salty about it, but I remember really loving Colleen. Like when I met her, like we connected. Yeah, we really connected. So I liked her. As I was like reading some of your notes, I was like pissed off at her for not voting for me because I thought she was going to like be a for sure in the bag vote for me to win. And then she didn't. So I was salty about that. But. Yeah, I think actually that was probably the best decision I made was to announce who she was and kind of set her up as a Joel-esque threat to the rest of the mm-hmm. cast, because then I think it made it a little bit more fair, her inclusion. And also, I, I mean, I have to talk about her and your uh, connection, Rudy. Almost instantly, you guys bonded. Here we have like this beloved player that you were kind of in awe of yeah, and you who were like, you know, the really the sweetheart of the first season, really. And so, you know, you have these two players that everyone loves that have come together and formed this amazing bond. Um, and as we'll find out later in the game, uh, it doesn't end too well. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't. Yeah. But yeah, initially I really was kind of starstruck is the word I would use. You know, people that don't really follow EDGIC, you wouldn't know that the members of the EDGIC community were very, very tight knit. And we were all a big fan of each other because we poured so much work into the community. So to see her in the game, I know others like Courtney saw her as a little bit intimidating because she didn't really bring the baggage that everyone else brought to the game with our previous relationships. But I was really starstruck by Colleen. 
Um, and just uh, real quick, I'll run through Bolivia's opening segment because it's kind of, it's this is working out perfect that we have someone from each of the three seasons. And then we'll yeah, talk I was to, actually just thinking that looking at the, who's on the we'll podcast. Talk to you guys about <laughs> your individual experiences on the tribes. Uh, but on Bolivia, Greg re- reunites with Gretchen. No surprise there. But they both say that they've turned a new leaf and are on tranquilizers now. Um, which I actually think I, I actually think Gretchen kind of was likable this time um, and Rudy had become the heel but it says Gretchen buries the hatchet with Rudy uh, says she learned a lot about herself after the first game we'll see Kelly makes an alliance with Gretchen says that they realize they've never seen a Colleen so they're kind of figuring out what the deal is and that's when I announced that not so eloquently I said Joel was a twat who pussied out of all stars so we announced Colleen Lover multiple time winner of the original series would be in the cast so that's like the opening of Bolivia it seemed like that tribe got sort of a little slow but then it gets hot quickly uh, unexpectedly actually let's talk a little bit about Aruba uh, Aruba in blue has Bob Dog Suri Judd Melinda Misty Rafe and Shane Bob Dog says he suffered from delusions of grandeur in Aruba no shit um, <laughs> very obviously did <laughs> he says he's like Iron Man new and improved socially Misty isn't convinced and then Shane and Judd, of course, rehash their alliance right off the bat. And they pull in Suri and Misty as like this the best players in the tribe. So really, that tribe kind of started off in the right direction. I think, Melinda, you hadn't shown up at this point. I think I said you show up around like episode two-ish. I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but when you do show up, as we'll discuss later on, you're, you're like stuck to glue with Misty coming off of your first season. Yeah, Misty and I got along very well. I mean, we chatted on AIM like tons. So we like already, we had had a really great relationship going into the game. So there was like no way we weren't going to be working together. Do you think that, the, were there any like pre-games or just like friendships? Um, they were just, I mean, probably just friendship. I can't really remember. I, I know no. Misty wasn't the type that would have made like a pre-game alliance, but um, Rudy and I might have. I don't recall. It's... <laughs> I, I know that there were a lot of strong friendships already. So, like, I was really friendly with most of the Aruba cast. So I knew automatically that if I could just get to a switch or meet up with them, that I would naturally kind of align with them. But I don't remember having any pre-game alliances, per se. Yeah, I can't remember. It's very possible, but... I really not remember. It's also, you know, a lot of these guys had probably played in games together outside of Stranded as well and pre-Stranded. So, you know, meeting people from the other seasons, maybe they had played other games together. But anyway, moving on to Peru. Uh, Peru in green has Amanda, Krista, Courtney, Dave, James, Lil, and Ryan. Dave would be the pre-merge oddball casting choice, but I would make it again and again considering (laughs) what he becomes. I think you did make it again and again going through records of the seasons yeah ironically dave would get a second boot again here but we'll get into that later on peru amanda says she can't wait to vote out lil as does most everyone else uh amanda james and courtney align again with one common enemy lil lil tries to form an alliance with krista james and amanda courtney talks to lil and says she's been recovering from a car wreck which i thought was hilarious (laughs) shout out to the non-existent car wreck that happened um the season prior Dave organizes a Lil boot. I mean, he didn't have to do much, really. <laughs> she she was kind of uh, on her way out of that early tribe. Courtney, your relationship with Lil, did you even think you could work with her at this point? Or was it just like, we got to get her out? I think the issue with Lil was she had rustled herself before Russell rustled himself. 
So it's just one of those situations where I didn't really care. I I just, like, listening to the else podcasts on Peru, it's like the betrayals, the amount of them make no sense to me. So it's sort of like the entire tribe wants her gone, and why would I care? Right. No, I mean, that's fair. I think you're right about the Russell Hans thing. Like, if there is a Russell Hans of Stranded, it's probably Lil. Yeah, I definitely agree. Like, just looking at the looking at the group, it's like, okay, Lil is obviously going to be the first boot on this tribe based on what had just happened the season prior. And I know for sure when I planned out the season, I knew that people like Lil, Amanda, Gretchen, you know, they were going to be first boots. So that's a big part of why I chose to do that. That twist was to give people a second shot. So and I end up doing this twist again. I think it, it doesn't work as successfully as it works here in subsequent seasons. Mm-hmm. But I stand by the fact that it worked really well here. Yeah, no, I really like the idea of this twist and the fact that in this season, it seems to be used more to keep controversial players in a little bit longer than uh, maybe in later seasons when it's used again. All right. So uh, just going through these notes real quick. The tribes meet at the challenge where a huge fight breaks out. Shane sums up Olivia as Rudy gets fucked, Joel wins and Gretchen is a bitch. The end. It's a great summary, really. <laughs> that's, that's pretty much, you know, we didn't even need to do a podcast. That was, uh, that that was, was it. it right there. Dave and Shane get into it, of course. Calls him Sean. Uh, Rudy says he was looking forward to meeting Queen Amanda. Uh, she suggests there's room for a king. So King Rudy is born via Queen Amanda. Bob Dog informs us that he is more knowledgeable than most posters at Sucks. And Dave says, you want to punish my ass? <laughs> I, don't, I'm, I still don't remember what that was about, but I thought that was funny. Let's see. Rudy sees, I guess this is after the challenge, Aruba wins the first immunity challenge. Both Bolivia and Peru will go to Tribal Council. Uh, Rudy sees Colleen as a big opportunity and is starstruck by her they form an alliance Alicia pushes hard for a Gretchen boot while everyone seems to want the inactive Susan gone uh, Kelly tips off Gretchen and confronts Alicia immediately Alicia calls Kelly a bitch and just responds oops sorry I meant Susan <laughs> they, they have it out in public as well really unexpected by the way that alicia gets into it with kelly immediately and then like ghosts but we're here for it uh, starts to backfire on kelly as gretchen can't remember alicia and doesn't and doesn't trust kelly iconic susan is voted out on peru dave and krista align and everyone uh has their sights set on lil amanda celebrates by saying long live queen amanda and lil is voted out unanimously yeah it's a season's not gonna go well for amanda spoiler alert <laughs> Probes brings in Susan and Lil and announces that there's a twist. They'd be put up as a reward at the next immunity challenge. So the winning tribe would select one of them to return to the game and join their tribe. There's not much else to be said about that. What, especially because I think these are all pretty obvious boots. I did love Lil coming back though. That's a, that's an iconic way to start an All Star season. Courtney, you did not love that twist. <laughs> I, I I don't really remember. I guess I guess I was angry. I think uh, yeah. So I also have to, have to understand, Pooty. Uh, some of that's a, a little bit of play acting and uh, you know leaning into the Eeyore persona. I love it. I, you know what? It's I amazing. Wish people, I wish people would uh, ham it up a little bit more nowadays. They didn't understand the whole camp, you know, shtick side of things back then. Yeah, Courtney was a great Courtney. Like I mean, like the real Courtney hated Jeff Probst, so like you know, it's very on point. That was uh, one of my conditions for doing Peru. Was I said to him, I said to Pooty, I'll only play if I'm a female avatar. <laughs> yeah, I think you had been like Lex before or something like that. 
Yeah, I'm a firm believer. If you got the wrong avatar, you're screwed. <laughs> Episode two, Amanda and James celebrate getting rid of Lil. Say Krista will be next. Neither of those things happen. Dave plays both sides, telling Krista that they can bring in Ryan while informing Courtney about it. So again, Dave off to his bullshit. Colleen suggests keeping Alicia close to Kelly so that they are a united tribe. Uh, Gretchen and Kelly discuss pulling in Colleen to get rid of Alicia. So right away, Colleen kind of becomes a popular swing boat, which I think was just due to her being really good at assessing that situation. Probst mentions to the outcasts that there will be a banishment idol that if found would guarantee re-entry into the game. I don't even remember that, but that sounds like bullshit. <laughs> that's, a little, that's a little... OP. Yeah, I, I couldn't tell quite if they were supposed to find it before they, like, while they were being banished, or or afterwards, like, when they're back in the game, because we'll see later that Lil actually, like, posts some of the clues to her, her new tribe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she does. Yeah, well, and then Lil plays an idol, so it's gotta be this one. But she had to have found it in the game after she re-entered. So I guess it's like, it's just an idol, but you could use it if you were banished to, I don't know. It's I weird. think so, maybe. Yeah, like if you got banished or if you got voted out, you could use it like after banishment to be like, no, nah, I'm the one returning or something. I don't know. That makes yeah, sense. It's, it's weird. It, it shouldn't have been included, but it is. Melinda finally shows up on Aruba. Welcome, Melinda. <laughs> she knows she's on the very bottom of the tribe. Misty repeats the pattern of bonding with the outsiders as they solidify their bond from Aruba. Uh, yeah, I thought that was kind of interesting. Misty is constantly like playing with the outsiders. And as we'll find out later on, multiple people have the same reaction to Misty as they had in Aruba. So it can't be a coincidence. Poor Misty. I'm a, I'm a Misty stan. <laughs> yeah. Misty's a whore. <laughs> she is a whore. Uh, Melinda reaches out to Bob Dog and Rafe, who then approach Misty with the plan to potentially turn on Sari, Judd, and Shane, who have been calling the shots. I think that's actually a really good call. That should have happened. Uh, there's a tie at the immunity challenge, and losers Aruba decide to give immunity to Bolivia. So I guess that was they got to decide who won. So Probst announces the twist and offers Bolivia the chance to take Lil or an inactive Susan as the extra tribe member. Immediately, Peru begins begging Bolivia to take Susan <laughs> as the free. <laughs> and after that's debating, definitely going to happen. <laughs> after debating, Bolivia chooses Lil. Amazing. Lil makes a poor impression by bragging about her first seasons and skeeves Rudy and Gretchen out. <laughs> I loved reading that, by the way. Lil just can't help herself but to piss everyone off on purpose. Which is ironic because I know I go on to brag a lot about myself in later seasons. But yeah, that is I, true. I was off put so at first. True. I'm a hypocrite. Sorry. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. You see yourself. You live long enough to see yourself become the Lil, I guess. Mm hmm. Peru's not happy. Courtney tells Probes to fuck off and that he trapped him into another game he didn't want to play. Hopes Probes gets into a car wreck. The car wreck meme is iconic. Uh, after a miscommunication and missent PM, this was interesting. Krista thinks Amanda is out to get her. I, I mean, Krista thinks everyone's out to get her, though, so that's not surprising. True. But, um, after saying that they couldn't boot Krista for challenges, Amanda misreads Dave's message and thinks Courtney is targeting her. So then Krista and James compare notes and think Dave has told them both different plans. So it was almost like two people this misread. It's like the worst game of telephone ever. Yeah, like two people misread what Dave sent. Like he didn't even send those, either of those things. And then they both compare notes and decided 
Dave was playing both sides, even though he wasn't, <laughs> which is incredible. Although Dave might have actually been playing both sides. Dave was so. probably playing both sides, but not the sides that everybody thought he was playing. <laughs> it was so confusing. I had to like reread it a couple of times. I I um, remember Dave and the symmetry of him getting voted out second two times in a row. I just remember him being so extra and it was exacerbating to deal with him. But reading those notes and seeing what's going on as y'all articulate it, as far as I was, I was a passenger in all this. I wasn't really the driving force. Right. I think, too, a little a little bit of it might have been like people thought it might be funny to get rid of him second again. <laughs> a little bit of a Francesca situation, I think. Yeah, there's definitely that could have been part of it. So uh, after the miscommunication, they end up deciding to boot Dave in on Aruba. Sari brings up booting Bob Dog to Shane because it would be easier to get the others on board. Judd and Shane are hesitant because they don't want the outsiders banding together against him and suggest a Rafe boot. So that's how Rafe gets voted out. So the plan to uh, potentially bring in Rafe and Bob Dog with Melinda and Misty is abandoned and Rafe is voted out. Episode three, uh, Courtney rants about how the game is unfair and (laughs) someone playing straight up will never have a chance at winning. LOL, because she ends up winning. It was a bit of her strategy sense to Kelly and it scares her. So this is when Colleen kind of starts dipping her toes in the strategy water and that's when people get a little skeeved out. Eyes begin to turn to Rudy as a big threat as Greg and Gretchen want him gone. I think I even read that Greg like reread Olivia and knows that Rudy was a big part of his boot and I think there was some revenge there. Peru wins immunity. They choose to get rid of Dave who they just voted out and they take Rafe. Rudy tells Colleen about the alliance offer Gretchen made him and she decides to keep her alliance with Gretchen a secret. Uh, Gretchen and Kelly had kind of approached Colleen about joining with Greg and those four had like kind of a secret thing that Colleen, I think, wisely decided to just keep in her pocket while also making an alliance with Rudy. On Peru, Courtney pulls in Rafe and considers getting rid of an inactive Amanda only for her to show up later that day. Lil posts the... <laughs> I love this. Lil posts the hidden mediato clue and tells her tribe it's just a riddle she needs to solve. <laughs> So everyone is like pretty suspicious. I guess at this point we hadn't had these idols that you could find with passwords. Yeah, nowadays you have to post them on Reddit to get any help. (laughs) Yeah. So she decides, she says, you know, hey, y'all, can you help me solve a riddle and like post it? And I'm pretty sure Gretchen and Rudy are like, fuck, no, that's for like an advantage or something. We're not helping But the audacity. Iconic, Lil. Uh, With probes late to tribal council, Lil decides to host the council and begins asking the tribe questions. More, more just iconic. Like, just reading through this and seeing Lil (laughs) legitimately start asking real tribal council questions. (laughs) And people are like, answer the audacity. It's it's incredible. Alicia is voted out unanimously on uh, Bolivia. Judd tells Melinda, and she didn't even get voted out. Judd tells Melinda that uh, he wants to vote for her uh, with Bob Dog in case Bob Dog returns to the game. Melinda tell Melinda, you're not having any of that. You tell Misty that uh, they could just three, two, one Judd if Bob Dog shows up. In other words, he wants to throw his vote to Melinda and the rest of them would then vote out uh, Bob Dog. But all of them together could just vote out Judd if they wanted to, which I actually think was probably the correct move at that point. I think Misty was a little hesitant because she still had her toes in the Judd, Shane, Suri Waters 
which I don't think is smart. So good call on Melinda, who came into the game and hit the ground running, really. Judd tells Bob Dog that Sari is planning on voting for him. It, get back, it gets back to Sari and then Shane, who confronts Judd. So a little bit of Judd's overplaying starting to bite him here, but not as hard as it probably should have. At Tribal Council, Bob Dog goes on a tear to try to get Melinda voted out and Bob Dog is voted out. I really feel like, you know... That's not the move, Bob. <laughs> you know, why go after Melinda, who's like trying to save you? I don't He's crazy. He wasn't the brightest. No, no. I think it's almost like Bob Dog just hits the, the random button on the uh, Brant Steel generator. And that's like who he'll align with. That's a good strategy. I should try that. And then the next org I play. And again, we have a lot of this information. I'm going to ask more on you guys. I'm just trying to blow through these early rounds to get to the, the meat of the season. Episode four, the old Gretchen comes out a little bit when she finds that a vote was cast against her. She goes on a witch hunt. We love a good stranded witch hunt over a hinky <laughs> boat. Amanda is pissed that Lil is still in. <laughs> Wants the cunt to die a thousand million deaths. Love that quote. Ryan enjoys Courtney's constant complaining in all the games he plays. <laughs> I guess, Courtney, you had a reputation of complaining a lot. You, I, think, uh, I, I do recall encountering him in a different game, and immediately I knew it was him because I, I knew his writing style. So, Yeah. Talene suggests being the one to be voted out in hopes of being the outcast, but decides it's a stupid plan. So this was a little bit of a head-scratcher. Definitely would have been a stupid plan. Very stupid. And, and Colleen is a pretty strategic person you know she's into edgic and i think her her main strength is is probably her people skill she's very likable instantly which we see throughout the season but this plan was a real big head scratcher she decided like to sacrifice herself for bolivia to try to like come back as an outcast like that i think that would have backfired hard especially given like courtney's hatred of her like if peru wins she's gone so luckily for her they don't go with that plan but it really makes everyone be like what I mean, I might have taken her up on it. If someone's like, I would be voted out. I'd have been like, okay. <laughs> yeah, I feel like other people more talked her out of it than anything else from what I read. Yeah, I think it also cemented the fact that she was a very caring person and that she was willing to sacrifice herself for like the team. I think that really added to her social game or her social capital. Yeah, I mean, it really ends up working. She, she said in a confessional that it wasn't a serious plan like i think she was willing to do it but i think it was more to try to gain people's trust and we i think it happens later in the game too except it backfires when she does get voted out and i think we'll get into that later but let's see uh gretchen has had enough of lil yells at her in public over the vile wedge comment <laughs> i mean if i could just i really wish we still had these these logs because reading gretchen and lil interact is amazing they go at it lil wants big characters to stick together but gretchen says she feeds her a good line of bull lil calls her bitchin which rudy says makes her a true bolivian <laughs> iconic <laughs> Uh, Colleen mentions how this would be the only vote against her in any game she's played. That's pretty impressive, although... That is a bad, humble brag. Yeah, as we know that, you know, I don't know. Those earlier games were fraught with, like, inconsistencies, and I don't know how much she can brag about those, but... She does. The cast celebrates the return of angry probes at the challenge. That's so early org. I love Why that. were you angry? Who knows? The wind could have changed directions. <laughs> I don't know. But I mean, I feel like early, early stranded, I was yelling 90% of the time. Uh, Aruba wins immunity and gets rid of Bob Dog in favor of inactive Alicia. 
which this is you know we've we talked about how susan didn't show up and they took a lil well this is the other end of that coin where someone would take the inactive as a um a cushioned boot which well it looks like each time to the the winning tribe is somebody who had to vote somebody out the previous episode so it's like do we take the person we just voted off or do we take the other person so i think this was more aruba just being like we don't want bob dog back after that <laughs> yeah that's fair and then of course this is when the big i didn't i don't even remember this but reading it i was like oh this explains a lot gretchen kelly greg and lil decide to blindside colleen and rudy by voting out rudy i didn't even remember that oh yeah oh and it yeah explains <laughs> why why you go full king rudy i go full batshit crazy <laughs> <laughs> yeah because of course you end up coming back almost immediately. Oh, that's beautiful. Are the two banishees. So really this twist gave us more Lil, more Rudy. Um, so I can't say highly enough how well this twist worked this first time. Uh, and Alicia is removed for inactivity. So then we do uh, a pick em to get two tribes of eight at the final 16. Melinda and Krista both win individual immunity and pick the new tribes. They may select one of Rudy or Rafe, but the other will be out permanently. So that's how we end up doing this final banishment return. And this will be the last oh, of those. But Rafe was voted out on Peru then. Yes. Rafe, Rafe got twist got put on Peru's tribe. Then we must have lost immunity if Yes. Right. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's oh. what that's what happened, I well, think. That's what happened. You're right. You're right. Yeah, Rafe got voted off, put on, Peru took him, and then Peru lost, and was like, sorry, sorry, Rafe, we're, we're sticking Peru strong. Did Bye. he get voted off like three times, then, essentially? Probably. You know, it goes with his cockroach uh, yeah, I, persona. I did want to interject that uh, I did bring up voting off potentially Amanda to perhaps Krista, the ones that kind of we can say. <laughs> yeah, no, you definitely did. And I think that that comes into play later. But Amanda had kind of ghosted and was inactive for a little while. I think you and James were both willing to cut Amanda at that point. But then she like showed up and then they were like, you know what? Let's just get rid of Rafe, who's inactive. Yes. Yeah, that sounds about right, too. So uh, Melinda, you have the first pick. So you pick Rudy. So then Rafe's out of the game and Rudy's just back a on a boss Tron. move using your first pick to pick the <laughs> random person who was voted <laughs> <Yeah>. out. <laughs> yeah, it is. Well, I definitely didn't want I wanted Rudy on my team and I didn't want him to get eliminated so and really that decision kind of I mean really crafted the end game because immediately Melinda Rudy Misty and Colleen pick each other and those four become like a tight foursome on yep. the new Aruba tribe. Oh, I think I think if I remember it, I knew I picked Rudy because I knew Ru- like Rudy knew that I was close with Misty, so I knew he'd pick Misty. And then mm-hmm. like Misty knew that that Colleen and Rudy were close, obviously. Um, so it just like gave us automatic majority on that team. Like we were the first four picked, and we like had an auto majority to get us all the way to merge. So it was like a no brainer. Yeah. <laughs> It was a no-brainer decision for strategists like us. Like, we didn't need to communicate at all. Melinda knew to pick me. I knew to pick Misty. It all worked out. Um, Joining you guys in the tribe was Ryan, Sari, Courtney, and Gretchen. And then on the new Peru, there was Krista, Kelly, Judd, James, Shane, Amanda, Greg, and Lil. Rudy goes off on Greg in public. Loved that. Of course, Rudy came back into the game and was uh, not having it. Another instance of somebody coming back into the game and and getting immediate revenge <laughs> after a tribe swap. 
then getting stuck on a drive together. Iconic. Colleen and Rudy celebrate his return. Misty and Melinda approach Rudy and Colleen for an alliance, but Rudy is pissed at Misty's scheming already. So I think you you take that deal, but you're not like super thrilled about it because she's already getting on your nerves with like all the questioning and yes, basically what we saw in Aruba. Yeah, Misty was just I don't know the best way to describe her is she's like a gnat. She's there. <laughs> you want to swat her away, but like she's always there in your grill and your fucking face. <laughs> That's misty. A little justification for uh, Danielle and Shane <laughs> after reading that. Maybe not. I still like Misty. I do too, but she's a gnat. <laughs> yeah, maybe not to play with. Colleen is down with the plan, but is worried about Sari joining the other Arubans and wants Sari gone. Rudy wants Gretchen gone first, not having any of that. Uh, as of now, Rudy's in alliance with Colleen, Misty, Melinda, and Sari. They're trying to decide between booting Gretchen or Ryan. Courtney and Gretchen are trying to find a way to save themselves and boot one of the Arubans, Melinda, Misty, and Sari. Rudy has lied to Sari, telling her that she's the target of Gretchen and Courtney. Likewise, Rudy has tried to get Courtney and Gretchen to target Sari. Uh, things get even more complicated when Sari decides to join forces with Gretchen and Courtney and discovers that Rudy has sold her out. Whoops. <laughs> you, you're, one thing about Ryan that needs to be said, he only had two hours of uh, internet access via the library. <laughs> so, you know, I knew we were on, we were in trouble. It was like, my goodness, it's, you know, if I was with Amanda, if I was with, with what's her name? Uh, she's uh, Krista, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I, I felt like I would have had, but, you know, this is who my only person I can trust is. <laughs> his nickname was Ryan the Rat, you know? Uh, yeah. And everything about him, he, because of that internet access, and then this, and I, I could see the, the, the pecking order on that tribe. And Sari, I could, I knew, I, I remember it to this day. I just felt like she was giving me the runaround. Whatever we were talking about, I knew it was all lies. Yeah, Sari was good at that. <laughs> she really loved giving she, people. She definitely has that reputation. <laughs> yeah. Well, she wasn't good at it because she was pretty transparent. But <laughs> that's true. She did go first. She did go pre-merge both times, so let's not give her too much credit. But um, yeah, I, I think too. I really thought Ryan would get the boot here. I wish he had, considering, but uh, he ended up not. So Gretchen gets voted out because Rudy gets his way. Seven to one. The other tribe is all everyone piling on Lil, but Lil plays her idol and idols out Amanda again. Ouch. <laughs> I read through Judd's uh, comments that he had kind of aligned with Amanda and wanted to go with her and James. But I think at this point he kind of goes inactive. So um, the next tribal council, Lil gets voted out RIP to a legend. And that's when Kelly, Greg, Judd and Shane take control of the tribe and they'll form the majority counter alliance to the Bad News Bears, which are Colleen, Melinda, Misty, Courtney and Rudy. Yeah, so this kind of like comes into play at the merge, those two alliances. Can I uh, say something about the Bad News Bears? Yeah. I came up with that name, and it was because on paper, we felt like our tribe was going to get wiped out in the immunity challenges by the opposing tribe. And we kept and winning. Dominated. Yeah, we were winning most of them, but like, they had all the challenge cores on their team. Yeah, it was a shock. It was a big shock that we were somehow winning. I wasn't contributing to the challenges. I know that. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, kind of interesting. All you guys are on that tribe, and that's the dominant tribe in the merge. So Krista tried to protect Lil in the swap, but she gets voted out. So that's why I think Krista kind of doesn't trust Judd anymore. And I think Judd would have preferred Krista go next, but James ends up getting voted out because Judd isn't around. So uh, he said he had to miss, and his allies made the decision without him. Krista hated Judd for voting uh, Lil out, but Judd says he would have pushed for a Krista boot over James, uh, but his alliance voted without him since he skipped that night. And it ultimately came down to Greg and Kelly deciding to boot James instead of Krista. Next up, Sari was voted out by the Bad News Bears because of her connection to Judd. Judd talks about how much he thinks Sari has potential and would kick ass in another game. Spoiler, she ends up winning Legends. And then Sari's, of course, voted out. So really, this is shaping up to be like Judd's gang versus the Bad News Bears. And then we merge. So in the merge, kind of a begonging happens. Greg is voted out first in the merge. Krista apparently had a breakdown every other day of the merge. That does not surprise me. <laughs> yeah. She won most of the immunity challenges, but then would have a blow up and make public call out threads, which we, we stay in a call out thread in Stranded. Yeah, she was unhinged. Krista was definitely unhinged. Krista hated her swap tribe, so immediately she kind of jumped ship to Rudy, I think, when she just kind of put her bet on um, Rudy and Ryan coming through for her and kind of blindly followed you along. And of course, Rudy was on a rampage against Gretchen allies Kelly and Greg uh, and would stop at nothing before they were booted and apparently Shane knew that and so he kind of stuck close to Rudy as well so Rudy you really you played smartly by uh, having your core alliance the bad news bears recognizing that some of them were big threats like Colleen and Misty and then pulling in kind of these outsiders secretly Definitely. yeah I mean I I just knew that going into the merge you really wanted to kind of have your biggest enemies taken out and I knew that all those people that you know blindsided me and voted me out of the game I definitely knew I could not trust them so I I wanted them all to be out of the way as chess pieces one thing I really liked about it was Rudy was so far out and ahead as the quote-unquote leader and, you know, King Rudy. And after Gretchen got voted out, I remember saying to Ryan, forget everything we talked about. Let's just start sucking up to Rudy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I think a lot of people had that same. I mean, I think Shane and Krista had that same idea of like, OK, this is the power. We got to do what King Rudy wants. And eventually uh, he'll probably get sniped, which he did. The king will fall. Yeah, he always does. And later I mentioned it. Melinda, maybe you could speak a little bit more to this. Misty, Misty and you were close allies, but it looked like you were using Misty as a shield throughout the game where you kind of knew she'd be taken out, but you wanted to keep her close. Yeah, I think I was using her and Rudy as shields. I think Courtney was kind of doing the same thing. And so I think that's how we ended up at the end. <laughs> basically. Mm -hmm. uh, Kelly is voted out, becomes the first juror. Misty, Courtney, Colleen, Rudy, Melinda all vote for her. The alliance is the Bad News Bears. Kelly, Shane, and Judd are the opposing members. Kelly remained loyal to Judd, uh, which would cost her being the second merge boot. So Judd talks about like how Kelly could have easily just gone to Rudy and, and kind of thrown him under the bus, but she doesn't. And then of course she gets lumped in and like the revenge <laughs> for voting out Rudy. I don't even know 
if that would have worked because she had already pissed off Rudy by voting him out. So yeah, that was enough. I don't think there was anything she could have done at that point. Yeah. And I had at that point, I had been given so many options that like, why would I go back to someone that had already voted me out? Right. The next tribal council is the big one where Judd is finally voted out. The tribe is comprised of the majority of the swap Aruba tribe with Judd, Kristen, Shane on the outside. Rudy votes for Misty. Interesting. Shane and Judd vote Melinda and everyone else votes for Judd. That's interesting that you voted for Misty there. That's weird. So I think I remember throwing that vote out just to call a little bit of chaos <laughs> sure why not hey i mean when you when you can you sh- you can yeah. yeah i mean everyone knew that i wanted judd out so it would be an easy thing to hide behind yeah and you and melinda and a, a lot of the others had kind of already started to turn on misty so yeah you know it makes sense that you would try to kind of set her up here for misty yeah i don't like even a way to just draw some attention on her says uh, Shane stays loyal to Judd, but he's voted out. So this is really when, I mean, it benefited Shane's game tremendously that he kind of made inroads with you and let his allies be voted out, begonged, really. Definitely, definitely. The next episode's a big one because everyone's gone except for Shane. Probably should be the next obvious boot, but you have different ideas in mind. Melinda, this is where you talk about how lovable Colleen is. Rudy turns on Colleen and his alliance, but I'm going to get into all the notes because there's a lot of them. Uh, Courtney, Shane, Rudy, Krista, and Ryan all vote for Colleen. Colleen is voted out. Misty, Colleen, and Melinda all voted for Shane. So it's possible Melinda and Misty were not in on that plan. I don't think that they were. I think I knew that it was... The, the hitch was Krista had immunity and the tiebreaker, so if it was a tie... That, that was what me and Krista talked about, was all you needed was four votes to get rid of Colleen. Oh, right, because of the, how the tiebreaker rules were right. back then. Mm-hmm. Uh, I twisted Rudy's arm about that. Yes, I have in my notes that you get a big credit for this vote. So it says, Krista wanted Misty that round. Rudy wanted Misty too. Courtney scrambled at the last minute after Krista won immunity to get rid of Colleen. Courtney and Rudy felt threatened by Colleen and blindsided her at the final eight instead of taking out Shane, who stuck around on the outs. Rudy said he relinquished the move to Courtney to get rid of Colleen because she was a threat and he wanted to get Courtney on his side. So I guess he figured, I'll let Courtney have this move, get rid of Colleen, who's a threat to his game anyway, and kind of let Courtney think she's in control a little bit, which would come back to bite Rudy. Oh, for sure. (laughs) Courtney wanted to punish Colleen for her promise to step aside for Courtney. And the biggest betrayal in Stranded History happened. And of course, Colleen is super bitter about it. So it looks like Colleen did another weird move where she was going to like sacrifice herself to let someone else win in the end or something. And Courtney was not having that. Well, we we were in an alliance in the the Bad News Bears. It was like we didn't have final two or anything like that. It wasn't like I didn't trust her. Right. Yeah. And I mean, you didn't even come into that situation on like the inner circle of that group. Uh, Rudy did, though. Rudy threw Colleen right under the bus. This was where I think I I really stepped deep into being a villain (laughs) because we were super duper tight, very, very tight. And I think my rationale was I was just becoming really self-absorbed and thinking, you know, I have all this power and control. But I saw Colleen as like also having the social capital that I thought I only deserved. And so I felt like that was, I, I'm just being honest, I, you know, I'm, I was kind of being a narcissistic bastard at this point. And that manifested in me thinking that she was a major threat to my game. 
you know, I, one of my favorite tropes in Stranded and reality shows in general is when a beloved player comes back and completely tanks his reputation, his or her. Yeah. Um, yeah. Most recently, I think we saw it with Reem in Isolated, but oh, yes. it's been going on for uh, since All Stars. I, I love Reem. I mean, half the time we're rooting for this to happen, though. So, I mean, it's, oh, it's, it's a trope for a nice. reason because it's, it's entertaining. It's all get out. You know, I mean, you got when players who play nice and loyal get burned their first time out, they just go ham on the second time. <laughs> so that's th- this is the defining round of all stars for me because we get so much out of it. That was pretty terrible. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Don't apologize. There's another thing that happens is apparently uh, Colleen talks to Ryan and Ryan didn't want to. He couldn't directly lie to her. So he said, yeah, she's getting you're getting voted out. Oh wow! He he blew the uh, the cover. He let the the smoke out on the uh, the blind side. Yeah. You know what? That's right because I think I remember calling Ryan a rat for the entirety of the next episode. I was so upset with him. I think. Can you imagine um, not showing up and then like the one hour you're in the game, you just blow up everyone's <laughs> shit? Ryan the rat. Yep. Uh, so next episode, Ryan's voted out. And now we know why. Uh, Rudy, Misty, Melinda, and Courtney vote out Ryan. Shane, Krista, and Ryan vote for Misty. So obviously those three know they're on the outside of that inner alliance. But Ryan gets voted out. Melinda made Misty into her shield, set Misty up as the mastermind that would receive all the votes. And of course, that leads into the next episode where it says Rudy directs Krista's rage towards Misty. Uh, Rudy believes Misty is waiting until the alliance get down uh, in numbers to take him out. So I guess he wants to make the move before she can. Rudy, it sounds like you took out all your shields before. Yeah. Before. A little yeah. like a, a little too early, like a round or two too early. <laughs> It happens. <laughs> Misty, Shane, Melinda, and Courtney vote for Krista. Rudy and Krista vote for Misty, and Krista plays an idol. Iconic. So obviously you tipped off Krista and got rid of Misty. Mm-hmm. Yep. Love that. So it's the finale. Krista is voted out at the final five. But before she goes, she puts some doubt in Courtney's head about Rudy. Said if Courtney let Rudy go to the finals, the jury would say she was a follower. Which I think, you know, you probably already knew that. I don't think Krista should get credit for that. That's obvious. And this is where, of course, Krista gets voted out and it's the final four. So we have Rudy, Melinda, Courtney. I'm sorry, you're, you're skipping over Shane voting for Jesus? <laughs> just, I just just read through that in the notes. Can we can we talk yeah. about that for a second? Yeah, apparently Shane voted for Jesus. I, I think you know Shane was just so far out there. He just figured you know my vote doesn't even matter. I don't know. Who knows? Iconic though. Like, do do you count that? <laughs> I guess. I mean, I read it. It's in the official um, voting chart. So you know, only vote for Jesus in stranded history. You heard it here first. Iconic. Um, and this, of course, is where you get voted out, Rudy, at the final four. Uh, Melinda, Courtney, and Shane obviously wise up to the fact that uh, you've been making most of the decisions and need to go, or they would be seen as followers. I think, you know, iconic fallen angel spot at the final four. I was so bitter. I was so bitter once again, because I felt like I had did a complete turnaround of my game. Like I was strategic, but like, you know, really forceful and aggressive. And the same thing happened to me that happened in the very first season. 
Yep, just short of that final. And, you know, it wouldn't be the last time either. It wouldn't be the last time either, yeah. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah. So let's see. Yeah, Rudy's voted out of Final Four. I think he would have lost anyway because of an angry jury, though. And then I have a bunch of final travel notes, which you guys might remember um, and have more to add to. But Imagine if it had been you three in, in, tribal, in the final tribal, though. You know, I, I think I kind of agree with Rudy. I, I don't know. Whenever that happens... It, it's hard for people to like put their pride aside and, and vote for the person that. And the reason I thought that that was going to be the case is because remember, guys, this is the first All Stars. So just imagine yeah. the first All Stars of the real Survivor game. That was also a bitter jury as well. And so that's what I was thinking was going to happen to me. Like I was going to be treated like Rob was and eviscerated at the very end. Or Lil or anyone else in Stranded <laughs> who has also gotten to the final two. Yeah. I remember after the game was over looking in the jury forum and the jury was revving up to trash Rudy. Yeah. They, yeah. It, they when it it kind of the whole table was knocked over when he was voted out. Yeah, Rudy, that must have been an awkward uh, jury entrance. It was very awkward. Like it was it was like they were happy to see me, but they were like not happy that they couldn't roast me at the end for being an asshole. So <laughs> yeah, that that tracks. So just some final trouble council notes. Uh, Judd calls Melinda petty and mean in final trouble council. Apparently, your final trouble council performance has not improved since Aruba, Melinda. For Judd. <laughs> Colleen shows up drunk to Final Travel Council and was bitter towards Melinda. Voted for Shane. Oof. Apparently, it was a close vote. It was 3 2 2. And apparently, the, the decision came down to Kelly, who recognized how little Shane had done all game and rewarded Courtney. Courtney, you get credit for taking Rudy out. I, I certainly worked hard for that final immunity. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Rudy, Rudy gives you credit as well. Votes for you to win. I think it was close though. I, uh, Shane almost took it just because he was one of the outsiders. But I, it, it sounded like Judd is still kind of bitter and thought Shane should have won. But I mean, that's his buddy. And I, I think, think Kelly kind of wasn't as attached to Shane. I, I want to say one thing. Uh, when the votes were announced, or you know, the the, the uh, flash, uh, I remember Greg posting at two Kelly. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so it was the vote breakdown was um i the votes i got were from misty and rudy Courtney got kelly and krista and ryan and then um jane got judd and colleen you did vote for melinda rudy Pretty voted for me yeah yeah i voted against courtney okay in the final okay. four so you were bitter. Um, you were a bitter oh. bitch so who won the final four immunity was it me or was it shane no, I've won Final Four immunity. No, it was Courtney that won the, the last immunity. Wait, but it says Rudy voted for Courtney in Final Four. That, that's oh. incorrect. I know I won immunity. I remember it. <laughs> Do you vote for Shane? I'm, I must have voted for I know I would not have voted for Melinda. Yeah. I know that. It was, the, the, Fixing all my records real quick. Rudy voted for Courtney. I, I promise you. I remember all this. Because you won the Final Four immunity. I don't, I don't remember you, who won the final four immunity, but if you knew you won it, then that's probably accurate. You can go look at the uh, All-Star page. It has a picture of, of Courtney with the immunity necklace around her neck. <laughs> oh, that's a good call. Yeah, no, I try to take your word for it, too. So, yeah, that must be incorrect. That yeah, I must have voted for Shane against Shane. Shane okay. The idea was Shane was going to get cut out because he was a member of the uh, the, the Pagonged Alliance. Right. right. It was a risk taking him to the finals. Yeah, it, it really was. was because he of, was you know, jury favoritism could totally go against that uh, in favor of that person who's the survivor for sure. Yeah, I mean, I, really, Kelly kind of went outside of the 
the bounds of what she probably was expected to do and yeah. um, voted for Courtney. But yeah, I mean, Colleen's vote uh, could have cost you guys the win too there. But um, yeah, that's interesting. I was counting on Colleen's vote. Like I thought that I was going to get it for sure. I thought you were going to get Colleen's vote 100%. It was like, that's why I was like really pissed when I lost. Cause I was like, I thought for sure I had Rudy, Misty and Colleen, which like three out of seven votes would be hopefully enough. Although it wasn't enough in Aruba, but <laughs> I mean, that's a close vote. That's a really, that's a tie, basically. It really is. And it seems like a lot of these would were up in the air. Like, if Colleen had not been drunk, would it have been different? <laughs> right. <laughs> Iconic. I, I don't know what, how you guys feel about it, but I actually, after reading this over again, like, this was a really good season. Because I, I don't remember loving it in particular, but, like, a lot happened, a lot of drama, a lot of flip-flopping. It was good. What are, were your thoughts after the season was over? Like, do you remember it fondly or kind of negatively? I remember being bitter. <laughs> I was bitter because not only did I not win, but then also my bestie Melinda also didn't win. And I felt like my vote for her was kind of a vote for myself. Again, I'm a narcissist, so like yeah. I I was I was bitter. I was pretty bitter. That's and fair. I was kind of reeling that like I had burnt all these relationships in the game in order to win or have Melinda win and neither of those things happened. So it was fun, <laughs> but I felt like a huge failure. Until later on. Later on I felt like, oh, I kind of owned that season. But Yeah, you made a name for yourself at least. Yeah. Courtney, how do you feel? I mean, obviously you won. Hopefully yeah, you were not bitter. Uh, yeah, no, I wasn't bitter. I, I was uh, excited. I just remember being, I thought I was going to lose, honestly. When that, that jury Q&A, I was like, well, <laughs> Judd's not voting for me. Well, Rudy's not voting for me. Well, you know, on and on. And I remember I just how difficult that jury Q&A was. And I remember breaking down near the end where the jurors were arguing in the Q and A question, <laughs> you know. So, but I do appreciate Krista being an advocate for me, and uh, and I remember you know coming back in another season talking to Kelly and, and thanking her for my vote her, for the vote, and she said, you know, you deserved it. So, you know, she was a swing vote. Yeah, Kelly would come back in future seasons and, and become her own version of King Rudy, <laughs> an iconic player as well. Andy, um, well, I was a bit bitter losing to. Uh, Courtney by one vote for the second time in a row. Um, Whoops. After going, a different Courtney, after going into the final tribal council thinking I had it in the bag for a second time, but got my chance the third time. Yeah, third <laughs> time would be the charm. The you finally figured out that, that final tribal. Yeah, I, I figured out how to bring someone more hated than me. <laughs> <laughs> You're like the original uh, Amanda of um, Stranded. Yeah, kind of. Except for I like, won on the third try. <laughs> right. Yeah. Levita, you have any closing thoughts about the season after learning a little bit about it? I mean, I just thought that you said you didn't look back that fondly on it or you remembered liking it, but didn't realize how much you liked it. But I've heard a lot about this season before I went back and read any of these recaps. Um, people people talked about this being a pretty iconic season. So and then looking at the cast right away, it was like, oh, yeah, this is going to be <laughs> this is going to be a great season. Like you, you see the rivalries that had kind of started in season in the original seasons kind of play out in these um, in this all star season. And then also some really cool overlaps across the seasons, too. So I thought it was I just thought it was fun. I wish there were more episode recaps, but all the sucks material is really cool, too. I really enjoyed it, especially getting to see all these characters interact, even though obviously we 
we all known each other a long time, but watching it play out is pretty cool. Especially because I think it's such a condensed cast pool where, you know, we had like three tribes that were comprised of like half of the cast of their original seasons. So seeing that happen is pretty cool. And I really liked that model, too, for the All-Stars, like taking having the tribes be each season and then doing that again for All-Stars 2, which we'll get to eventually in podcast form. But just having that, you know, representation from um, the best parts of each season were really cool. Yeah, there's a lot to be said. There's a lot that we did right on this one. In particular, I think getting those like early things out of the way, right? Like you got to rehash your season drama immediately and then you can move on with making friendships elsewhere. Or not move on. <laughs> or not move on and you know, get tank your game. Or But no, I mean, I think it's a testament. We're talking to three stranded legends right here who all made the final four so it couldn't have been that bad it was, it was a really good season in retrospect and i think you know the first of many all-star stranded and for good reason so if no one has any closing thoughts we're going to talk to you guys again because you all appear multiple times in the future but thank you guys for taking the time out to talk to me today it's very cool to get to talk to the people who experienced it and to kind of relive this uh, almost 14 years later which is hard to yeah. believe honestly it was a little cool seeing you guys all pop up on the podcast recording I'm like, oh wow <laughs> this is a great yeah. a great panel <laughs> thank you for having us yeah this is really special i appreciate you guys taking the time to do this this is this is going to be a treat for all the listeners i think too so thank you guys we'll talk to you guys again in the near future i'm sure but for me i think that's going to do it for stranded with all-stars bye 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 bye, bye. bye. bye.